Chapter 5. Kin. Village of Loxa, Caledonia. Midsummer 2010 A.D. Katie had hoped that after a day or two she might simply wake up back in her own time and place. They had fallen asleep to arrive in ancient Scotland. It stood to reason that the trick was to fall back asleep and go home. It hadn't worked. She'd hoped that perhaps if they went back to the battlefield that it might be the solution. It hadn't been possible to try. For one thing, she had to wait for John to recover enough that they could travel together. For another, she wasn't sure how to get there. Instead, she was trapped as something of a village leader. As weeks went by and John grew stronger, she discovered she wasn't as fully in charge as it had first appeared. There were a number of women who took a key role in managing village affairs. The men, for the most part, hunted and fought with one another. It was a simpler, quieter existence than she was used to, and she had a hard time adapting to a rural existence. Strangest of all in her new life was Lair. The girl was a teen, around the same age as the woman who died during the battle with the Africans, or an African contingent of the Roman army, as she later learned. Pretending she was testing her knowledge, she had decided to get information from the woman she was told was her daughter. The Roman soldiers only come from the rest of the island, true or false, she stated as a quiz question as they spent a quiet evening together. She had come from John's tent earlier, where she was finding that their talks were growing more and more intimate, basic, and connecting. It was hard to put into words, but the tensions from before the time travel had almost completely vanished from the moment the spear had embedded itself into his foot. Her teenage daughter rolled her eyes in a move that could easily be recognized from any era in history. No, they come from all over the empire. You fought soldiers from Africa during your last raid, remember? Of course, but I'm checking to see what you know. I know plenty. She was doodling with a piece of chalky rock on a stone, creating intricately detailed circles as she worked. You can ask me anything at all about the Romans and I'll know it. I know more than you think, mother. And why do you say that? she asked, suddenly interested. Katie liked the girl, but didn't feel all that strongly connected to her as a mother should. She hadn't brought her up, and she found it extremely difficult to believe that she had a teen daughter. After all, she wasn't even 30 yet, in this time period or in the future. She'd have to have had this girl when she was 14 or 15 herself, it seemed. Her daughter pretended not to hear her, another patented teen move. She shook her head, annoyed. She thought it might be time to give her a compliment. By the way, your artwork is amazing. You do this a great deal. I'm impressed. I have been practicing a lot, Lair confessed, a proud smile playing on her lips. That'll help. You think you could do something like that for our pottery? I'd love to see you work that in the next time we make pots. She had discovered that her counterpart in this life had done a good deal of pottery. It made sense to her. Surely she didn't spend all her time fighting raids and telling people what to do. I suppose... Lair had clammed up then, and she'd been unable to get her to say much more after that. It seemed that whenever they talked, that the girl was hiding something from her, but it was hard to be sure what. The next day, she took her worries to John. She was spending a lot of time in his tent, she found, more than she might have back in their own time. She'd climb into his bed, a raised pallet covered in furs, and run her hands across his chest, looking at his foot and hoping nothing would go wrong. Amazingly, he hadn't suffered any serious infection. Fifa, the healer, certainly knew her job. I have no doubt she's keeping secrets from you. She's a teen, John suggested. Did you keep things from your parents at her age? Well, sure, you. She gave him a little kiss on his cheek, and he smiled. Yeah, but that was different. We were kids. Your daughter is... What? She wasn't sure why she felt defensive, but an oddly motherly sensation kicked in. 
In this time, you know, she's an adult, right? Childhood is incredibly short in the Roman era. I'm surprised she's not married yet. Are you kidding? She felt offended despite the fact that she knew he was right. He held up both his hands. Hey, don't hurt me. Wounded man here. She snickered. You gonna use that excuse the entire time we're in Caledonia? Well, only if it'll keep me from playing starter coach. The other team is kind of brutal. Yeah, I know what you mean, she sighed. Honestly, we need to find some way to... They heard screaming. What was that? John asked. A powerful bolt tore through the tent with the strength and speed of a bullet. It tore a gaping hole only a foot above where they were laying. Had either of them been sitting up, they would have been skewered. They both leapt to their feet. What are you doing? Katie demanded when she saw John grab a sword. I'm well enough, he insisted. Besides, if I don't fight, your word won't protect me from the rest of the clan. I need to earn my keep. From outside, the source of the problem was clear. The Romans are here!